Hello, welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori. We're a couple days late here. I apologize for that. Uh, but we should be back on schedule, so we have another one coming up this uh, this Thursday evening. So get a couple of shows in uh, within a couple days from each other. But I wanted to talk to you guys about some of the stuff that's going on. There's, it's crazy out there. It really is um, when you look at just what's going on within the churches, within... The Seventh-day Adventist Church, within the evangelical world, the Roman Catholic world, and politics, and all of it, and the Jesuit connection, and all of it, it's just, it's, <laughs> it seems like some, some interesting news would sort of come forth every couple of months, uh, you know, the, the further you go back, the less often some of this news would come. But now it seems like almost every day there's just bombshell stuff happening out there. Uh, stuff that's, if you are one of the watchmen on the walls of Zion, if you are somebody who is viewing things through your your Christian lens, your Adventist lens, then you're seeing you're seeing just the the setting up of the whatever needs to be in place for the next prophecy event to happen, which is that Sunday law. So right now what we're seeing in the States as these, you know, Gavin Newsom, he was Jesuit trained at Santa Clara, Andrew Cuomo in New York, Jesuit trained at Fordham University. And what we're seeing, we're seeing a mass exodus from New York and from California, from socialism essentially, you have the the walk uh, walk away movement among the liberals. People are becoming much more conservative. Folks, if if you if you're anybody who attend, eventually just turns into the news just to see what's going on, like myself, you hear some you hear talk them talking about the polling about how Biden's way up. Folks, that's, I'm pretty sure that's a lie. I, I, I really am pretty sure that those pollings are somehow skewed because that's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing throughout all the states, the, the super blue states, people are leaving them. You have that, as I said, the walk away movement from, from uh, people in the left leaving, going to conservative values. And I don't think that the Jesuits are just losing control of this situation, folks. I really don't. You know, if you read Edwin A. Sherman, that's a pseudonym, but if you read Edwin A. Sherman's book, The Engineer Corps of Hell, where he talks about the Jesuits, he gives uh, a story in there where he talks about the Jesuits working directly with Lucifer. And ex-Jesuit Malachi Martin basically says the same thing. There's people in the Vatican that worship Lucifer and try to contact him. Now, all that considered, do you really think Lucifer himself, the criminal mastermind that he is, that he's losing control of this situation, that the left is just going far out of control and, you know, our only hope is the right, and he's just losing control of the situation. That's what's going on? I highly doubt that. I honestly highly doubt that. 
Again, you're seeing this max, mass exodus from the red states like New York and California. Here's some of the stats, folks. In Texas alone, they have an increase of 1,000 people a day being added to its population in Texas from these other states. Now, 500 of those are newborns versus deaths, but the other 500, so half of them, 500 a day being added to Texas. That's just Texas, folks. That's just Texas. And again, these are Jesuits here. It's, it's interesting. You got Jesuit, what I call, not what I call, but what they are called, Jesuit co-editors, right? They're not, they're not Jes they're Jesuits of the short robe, if you will. Andrew Cuomo, he's threatening Donald Trump on the one hand. While Jesuit trained at Holy Cross, Fauci, Anthony Fauci, Jesuit trained Anthony Fauci is defending Trump against the Bob Woodward uh, accusations about him, whether it was airborne or not. It just, it, it's crazy to me how, how people are still talking about the coronavirus in politics like it's, like it's something that we need to worry about somehow. Because after the CDC released, and not that I necessarily trust these people all the time, most of the time I don't. But it's interesting to note that 6% of the deaths of COVID in the United States have been from people without pre-existing conditions. You know, so that was about, that. really that adds up to about 10,000, maybe 11,000 people at this point. So 11,000 people and we've, we've gone 7 trillion more dollars into debt and we are trying to pass green new deals and all this crazy stuff. The left is going out of control. They want to add, they want to pack the courts. They want to add new Supreme Court justices. They want to add states. They, they just, to me, it seems like the Jesuits who are supporting them Pope Francis, who's supporting, it seems like they're trying to push people to the right, people that may have been on the left before. But now they're pushing them into more conservative values. In California, 72 pastors are running for offices, political office. Do you think that's going to just end there? You have kind of a church and state thing going on there. They're, they're running for office to sort of Try to bring back Christian values. I think, folks, I really truly believe that we are coming upon a false revival. A We need to get back to God. But like for Cuomo, for instance, Andrew Cuomo trained at Fordham University, just like Bill Clinton. And his father, Mario Cuomo, wasn't much better. I'm going to read a quote here from Gary H. Ka. Book's called The New World Religion. It was written in 1998. Keep that in mind. Now he's talking about uh, Telhard de Chardin. And Telhard Pierre de Chardin, remember, is the father of the New Age movement. He was a Jesuit, also Piltdown Man hoax. He was very involved in that. So pushing the false lie of evolution, de Chardin, or de Chardin. That's where uh, some of the stuff he's talking about here, but listen to this. From page 66, 
Chardon has made his presence felt in American politics as well. Mario Cuomo, the former de Democratic governor of New York, and his son now is, is, is governor, reads Chardon's works and gives copies of his books as gifts to interested friends. Cuomo was at one time considered to be a leading contender for the U.S. presidency and remains very active on the political scene. So there you go. Another Jesuit connection right there. And folks, for any of you guys who haven't read Gary H. Ka's books, um, and Route to Global Occupation, and The New World Religion, highly, highly recommend it, because it kind of shows you, especially the environmental movement and its relation to the New World Order, which we're going to take a little bit of a look at today as well. But also... Um, businesses are leaving California, New York, going to red states, um, and they're talking about in California, New York, uh, they want to try to tax people who were former residents, uh, like ex-residents for up to 10 years. Even, even some Bernie Sanders full-blown socialist, uh, democratic socialist, as they call it, but it's socialist, just a really just a bridge doctrine to communism. Joe Rogan, he's moving to Texas. I don't know if he's moved there already or if he's moving, uh, still moving, but he's he's moving out of California. He's moving to Texas, and it's because of this this socialist. I don't know if his 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 views are changing at all. It it would kind of. It's kind of be insane to me for him not to put two and two together there and realize that, hey, the poli the the people that I voted for, my views on socialism is the reason why some of these policies are in place. But also we have we have more rumblings of the right here. Um, the Church of Satan. Now this happened this happened last year, but this was just brought up again not that long ago. Uh, Missouri abortion policy um, was challenged by the by a member of the Church of Satan, and this is from CBS News. Kate Smith, August twenty eighth, two thousand nineteen. Just to give you information on what that policy was, it was for uh, for Planned Parenthood call centers will also be required to offer the state's informed consent booklet, a twenty six page book on pregnancy, which begins with the quote. The life of each human being begins at conception. Abortion will terminate the life of a separate, unique, living human being. And folks, you know, praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord for that. That that's part of the policy. It's a step in the right direction. Of course, abortion should be totally. It's it's a. To me, it's it's basically the same thing. And maybe worse because of all the millions and millions more of the population that have died. It, it's it's no better than than when ancient Israel was sacrificing their children to Moloch. It, it's it's no better than that. And who who usually who usually is having their children aborted? I think the statistics say like seventy percent of it. Maybe 65, I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but it's a very high percentage, um, are black individuals. Now, this is a, a socialist policy, supposed to be the policy of uh, the, the 
party that is not racist, right, quote unquote. And what are they doing? They're killing black people, killing black infants. It's sad. <clears throat> you want to know who's really racist, folks, these, these elites at the top. And I think that they, I truly believe that they're on both sides here. I truly believe that they're on both sides. I don't believe there's a safe place politically for us to go. I think that's important for us to keep in mind because Jesus warns us about it in Matthew chapter 24. And let's actually go there real quick. Let's actually go there real quick. The verse actually says, from, it's from Matthew chapter 24, verse 24. It says, For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So, what the place where we really should be looking for the deception is not, not in a general political deception. We should be looking for deception that's going to be targeting Christians specifically. Now, I've seen a lot of Christians get very politically motivated and charged lately. Even some pastors, even in the Seventh-day Adventist Church, recommending people to vote for. That's something that Mrs. White says you should be immediately removed from your from that position if you if you have some type of political uh, message but that's what we're seeing so in my mind folks I'm seeing a deception that is targeting God's people and we're seeing we're seeing the evangelical world we're seeing them they're mobilizing the Roman Catholics they're mobilizing think about this folks Ruth Bader Ginsburg far far left very pro-abortion you know and very unconstitutional quite frankly and who does trump nominate amy coney barrett what is she she's a conservative roman catholic what about his last nominee does anyone remember who that was brett kavanaugh what was he a Roman Catholic so the king of the south and his and his system of of communism pushes at the king of the north but the king of the north comes back like a whirlwind and, and the other nominee that was that was offered the the Cuban lady uh, her name was Barbara Lagoa I believe yes also a Roman Catholic also a Roman Catholic so now the Supreme Court justices are being stacked even more so than they already were with more Roman Catholics. We had a Jew replaced by a Roman Catholic. And Scalia, who was a Roman Catholic, placed by a Roman Catholic. But, <clears throat> but the Jesuits, they're supporting the left. It appears to God's people that the Jesuits, Francis, he has all these left leanings. It, it appears that we could, that we're going to be safe over here on the right. But we got to be very careful. We got to be very careful because, like I said, 
while, while Andrew Cuomo is threatening Donald Trump that if he comes to New York that he better bring an army with him or something because he's gonna he's Trump decided that he's going to uh, remove um, support federal support for for cities that promote anarchy well that was one of the cities New York but while while Cuomo's threatening him Jesuit Cuomo's threatening him Jesuit Fauci's defending him against Bob Woodward and the statements made there in a way folks I, I really I see no right correct move for the country here if the country votes for the left which would be insane literally insane because they're high-handedly saying they want to tear down the entire institution if the country votes for the left we're gonna have communism and we're gonna get a Sunday law through the environmental movement so easily so easily if you vote for the right and I'm not telling any of you to vote I'm talking about I'm talking about the United States in general if the United States votes for the right which appears to be polarized that way more people I think have been polarized to the right than 2016 I believe so then they're gonna vote for conservatism there's going to be a false revival movement and we're going to eventually have a a Sunday law which would be a great um, you know politically speaking that would be a great idea to get the environmental people to shut up you know hey you know if we just how about if we just take one day instead of having all these crazy green laws why don't we just take one day off a week everybody can agree with that right of course well I think it's important that we realize that the Jesuits are playing both sides. These people are these people are slaves, folks. These people are puppets. They you can't tell me that Andrew Cuomo and the way he's been handling New York or or Gavin Newsom, the way he's been handling uh, California, that they really think that they're doing the right thing. No, they're they're they have marching orders, folks. They're following through with their marching orders. And talking about the, this is also from the book, The New World Religion, page 149. And the quote actually comes from the IISD, uh, which is like a global sustainable um, uh, organization. And it's actually from Youth Sourcebook on Sustainable Development. That's the name of the book, page 64. But it's page 149 in uh, Gary Ka's book. He talks about fake opposition. Listen to what he says. The cooperation of NGOs, that's non-government organizations, and it's talking specifically about the Earth Summit, but she, we're going to extract the principle from this. It says, uh, the cooperation of NGOs also plays a role in global governance. In order to appear democratic, the illusion of a strong opposition allowed to voice its grievances is essential. By selecting and allowing a certain opposition to function, all other opposition is easily painted as radical and extremists. Isn't that interesting, folks? 
So they'll create their own opposition, which will be false and fake. It's like the, the Jesuit um, oath that we read. Your, the, your, Jes your Jesuit uh, brother might be on the other side, you know, speaking against the Pope. While you are on the opposite side, working both angles. And they allow an opposition to exist, but it's an opposition that they control. And when they do this, they can easily say, well, this other group, which might be a legitimate group, with an actual opposition, this group, these are, oh, those, those people, they're, they're insane. Those people are insane. So we got to be very careful, folks, because that's what I believe is going on here. I want to talk about some of their plans. Okay, this is from the Green, the Global Green Constitution. This is page 158 of uh, Gary's Cause book, uh, but it's from Global Green Constitution on page 15. The report speculated about the sweeping powers of a future world government which would enforce such a constitution. The issues are not about if a global politics is necessary. The question is how do we achieve binding agreements in law complete with effective programs for applying sanctions against non-compliance that would oblige each nation, regardless of size, to abide by a set of principles that are required to guarantee the survival of life on this earth. Perhaps we will find that there is no other alternative to a system of rigid controls that some would equate to a police state. So that's what will happen if, you, if, if the left gets in. If the right gets in, it'll be a grassroots movement, but it'll have the same results in the end. But you remember the moral maxim, the highest moral maxim of the Jesuits is not the means, but the end. So they don't care how they achieve it. They can achieve it peacefully. They can achieve it through violence. They can achieve it through deception. They can achieve it through, uh, well, really, it's still deception, but through a grassroots movement of sorts. They don't care as long as they achieve their goal. And what will be the ultimate outcome? It'll be the Sunday law. That's where all, and we have to keep our eyes focused on that, folks, because if we don't, it's easy to get sucked into all these different things going on. Like, you know, the abortion issue that's, we, we're seeing the right sort of come back after years and years of basically just allowing the left to just basically run the show on that issue. Now we're seeing people sort of fight back a little bit more and actually gain some headway. And some of these things, they look good, they sound good. And to all intents and purposes, I, when I see those things hap happen, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to see that, that we're taking steps towards abolishing uh, abortion. However, you have to keep in mind that the deception is going to come to God's people. So when you see the, don't, when you see these things happen, don't get sucked into, oh well, now I can just trust this side full on, while they're stacking Roman Catholics, while Jesuits are playing both sides of this coin. And we know that Lucifer, he's not, he's not, he's not just losing control of the situation here. It's not just. The left is not just cutting off their nose in spite of their face for no reason. 
they, uh, they all have marching orders. But let me let me uh, continue with this quote. It says, unfortunately, in order to save the planet from biocide, there have to be very powerful constraints from doing the quote wrong things. The constraints must be transcend or must transcend national boundaries and world and be world around and enforceable. That sounds very similar to Revelation, where it talks about this very issue of the whole world being subject to basically a police state here. It says, let me start in verse 13. It says, he, and he doeth great wonder so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast. That's Sunday. Sunday worship. Rome, ancient Rome was all about sun worship. Papal Rome's all about sun worship. So, so Sunday being the cap cornerstone, capstone of that which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had the power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And what will that mark be? Well, according to the Bible, when you keep the commandments, you can read Deuteronomy chapter 6 or Deuteronomy chapter 11. When you keep the commandments, you keep them in your forehead and you keep them in your right hand. So, when you receive the mark of the beast, that means you are keeping a false commandment either in your actions, in your right hand, or in your forehead, in your mind. So either you believe Sunday's the right day and you keep it, or you just do it. You don't have to believe it. See, it's or with Satan. With God, if you read Deuteronomy chapter 11 or 6, he requires both. So, by continuing on with this quote, it says enforcement agencies would need the power to act without being invited by the offending nation. Therefore, there needs to be an agency that is acceptable to all nations on the planet. We can probably accept the fact that there will always be one or more nations that will not go along, but there must be effective sanctions in place. If sanctions do not work, then physical occupation and the installation of a world trusteeship would be imposed upon the offending nations. Kind of sounds like revelation, doesn't it? And if the left wins, this will be put into place immediately. If the right wins, we will probably see a false, some type of false revival, maybe a little bit, maybe not quite as fast, um, but we'll see, we'll eventually see this happen. That's, that's where we're at right now, folks. So we're seeing rumblings on the right. We're seeing people polarizing. Are we on the, in the midst of another civil war? Folks, who knows? You got the 1619 Project trying to, trying to destroy education with all this political correct stuff and 
uh, falsified history. Even Nobel Peace Prize winners have have said that this there's major errors in the 1619 project and their views on history. And we're, you're seeing we're seeing the testimonies come to life that every principle of the Constitution would be repudiated. Now I sort of wondered what that meant. Would that mean that the Constitution would actually be done away with? I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I don't think it needs to be. What if the principles themselves were simply ignored? You know, the, the paper can stay the same. Nothing can get official, nothing has to be officially amended out of the Constitution. But if we simply ignore the Constitution, that would still be a fulfillment of that prophecy where every principle of the Constitution would be repudiated through actions. We'll have to stay tuned, folks. We'll have to see what's what's going to happen. But we, we ought to be, at this point, we ought to be on our knees every morning begging God to help us overcome whatever sins that we have in our lives, that we would let them go, that we would make a full sacrifice and trust fully in him because we are really, really running out of time. It's getting scary out there, folks. It's getting scary depending on what part of the country you're living in. It's it's getting very scary out there. And we're seeing the fruits. We're seeing the fruits of the wickedness that this country has engaged in for the past 50 years and longer. And I know two things. One, I know that God's heart is so broken over what has happened to this nation that once trusted in him. I know that. But I also know that he knows prophecy. Obviously, he knows the end from the beginning. And I know that he wants to come. He wants to come and take his people home. So let's not be those people that are causing the the angels to hold up from from letting go of the four winds because we haven't been sealed yet. But let's all make a full sacrifice that we can allow the Lord to work in our lives a miraculous changing of, of character that we might be ready to meet him and then be done with all the political correctness and all the deception. You see, because Gavin Newsom, Anthony Fauci, Andrew Cuomo and his father Mario, they've traded their souls for riches on earth. They have their marching orders, the, even when it appears insane, they do what good puppets do, and that's whatever their puppet master tells them. But we don't have that. We have a loving God who loves us, who wants us to be independent, who doesn't want us to be slaves, but wants us to make a decision, make a choice to be his servants. May we all make that, may we all make that choice, folks, and prepare. I'm Cody Mori, and you've been listening to Truth Triumphant Radio. God bless.